October 21st, 1985 was a Monday that started out just as normally as any day from the week before. However, it would prove to become a day that would change the lives of the Santana family for decades to come. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Hi YouTube, it's Joshua Miles and welcome back to my channel. Today I'm going to be doing a true crime case. I've never done this on my channel before. In fact, I actually got rid of all my old videos, so this is a new video, new leaf. Mm -hmm. I'd just like to point out that this video has not been made to cause disrespect or anything like that. It's just been made to spread awareness about this case by compiling information from various different public sources on the internet. I've left contact information for the New York City Police Department and the Child Fine of America organization in the description below, just in case anybody watching this video may have any more information that could help with this case or maybe even help close it. Now with all that being said, let's delve right into this case. Friday, October 18th, 1985, was a beautiful day for the Santana family as they welcomed a newborn baby into their lives. Marlene Santana was born to Francesca and Thomas Santana at Brookdale Hospital, Brooklyn. I'd just like to point out that um, various different sources list Francesca's name as slightly different variants, but for the purpose of this video, I'm going to go with the most popular reported name, which is Francesca. Marlene was kept longer than usual in the nursery due to jaundice, so Francesca would regularly visit Marlene and watch her through the nursery window. On the day of Marlene's birth, Francesca was put in a wheelchair and wheeled to the nursery window during visiting hours, where she met a woman that was admiring the babies. The woman told Francine that Marlene was the prettiest baby and the quietest one. Francine agreed, and after a few more moments admiring the baby, the mystery woman left. Fortunately, after three more days of being kept in the nursery, Marlene was discharged with a clean bill of health. A few hours later, at 9pm, Francesca checked out of the Brookdale Hospital and was met by her two stepsisters who had come to take her home. They were headed down the stairs when the same woman that Francesca met three days prior came up to them. The woman told Francesca that she'd been waiting for her all day, and then pulled out a gun and aimed it at the baby. She told them to walk or she would blow off the baby's head. And scared for the baby's life, Francesca and her stepsisters began to walk. In fact, they walked for over six blocks before they were stopped outside a deserted junkyard. At first, Francesca believed that the woman was going to rob them, but she soon realized that the woman had much more sinister plans. The woman then took the baby Marlene, got into the passenger side of the car, and began to drive off, leaving Francesca and her stepsisters in a state of shock and horror. Francesca thought quickly and tried to stop the car by jumping in front of it, however she soon realised that the driver of the car was not going to stop and was forced aside. That was when Francesca immediately went to the police, and detectives were assigned to the case. Francesca was able to describe to the police officers that the car that got away with Marlene was a 1976 Chevy Malibu with red lettering on the door. She described to police that the woman that took Marlene appeared to be in her late 20s, with short hair that was dyed to a reddish blonde. She was white, with Hispanic features, and had no particular accent. 
not. Immediately after reporting this to the police, investigators were suspicious of Thomas Santana, Marlene's father. However, this lead was quickly settled once Francesca explained that Thomas Santana had actually been in the Dominican Republic for quite some time, and thus investigators didn't consider him to be a suspect in this case anymore. The same week as Marlene's disappearance, a two-month-old baby named Christopher Morgan was also kidnapped from a different NYC hospital. However, he was soon returned fully healthy back to his parents a few days later. His abductor was immediately arrested, and Investigators do not believe these cases to be connected. Marlene Santana has not been seen since. Marlene would be 33 years old today, and at the time of her disappearance, she had brown hair, brown eyes, and a foot condition called Methotaris adductus, which meant that Marlene's feet appeared in a C shape when viewed from the bottom. Now let's get into the theories surrounding this case. Please keep in mind that these theories are just that, theories. They are purely speculation and not facts, and I don't discuss them to cause disrespect, only to further this case. Theory one, Marlene was trafficked. Investigators believe that there must be a reason that the kidnapper waited all day for an Hispanic baby. What if Marlene was kidnapped and sold to a wealthy Hispanic family who tried to have kids but couldn't? The kidnapper successfully held three grown women hostage at gunpoint and then escaped with the baby. She committed a felony took her target and escapes leaving no evidence. Was this kidnapper a professional child trafficker? A question investigators on this case ask to this day. Theory two, family planned. A popular theory in this case is that Francesca and her stepsisters were somehow involved in the disappearance of Marlene. Investigators set down Francesca and her two stepsisters separately with a police sketch artist, and the two sketches done by the sketch artists do not look alike. The lead photo fit looks Hispanic with horrible features, while the other looks white with totally different hair, face shape, and is fairly attractive. According to some sources, the three women couldn't agree on the ethnicity of the kidnapper, or even what colour her hair was. Strangely enough, the photo fit that was pushed to the public looked eerily like Richard Ramirez, aka the Night Stalker, who was responsible for the satanic murder of 13 people, the attempted murder of five, the sexual assault of 11 people, and the burglary of 14. Richard Ramirez was actually captured and arrested two weeks prior to Marlene's disappearance, with his face being plastered all over public news. Maybe Francesca and her stepsisters desperately needed the money, so sold the baby into child trafficking. Maybe they accidentally killed the baby, and they were covering it up. Theory three, an affair. The final theory in this case builds on the previous theory that Francesca and her stepsisters were involved. It was the theory that Marlene was not actually Thomas Santana's child, Francesca's husband, and was in fact the result of an affair Francesca had had while Thomas was in the Dominican Republic. The theory states that Francesca and her stepsisters worked together to cook up an elaborate scheme to sell the child to a rich family or to human traffickers, or even more sinisterly, murdered the baby and hid the body. All we know is that Francesca soon after the kidnapping moved back to the Dominican Republic as she did not feel safe from the US. Maybe she was running away from potential prosecution. Maybe she thought that she'd be found out. I know that if I was in her shoes and my baby was kidnapped, I would not move country and I would work tirelessly night and day to try and find my baby. What really happened on that fateful day in October 1985, only the Santana family know for sure. Thank you so much for watching this first episode in my true crime series. Again, if you have any more information about this case, please use the contact information in the description box below. Let me know in the comments what you think about this case. Which theories do you believe? What do you think happened to Marlene? Give this video a thumbs up if you found it interesting, and don't forget to subscribe if you want to see more videos like this in the near future. Goodbye. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.